0: There we have it, Hong Kong make history, their first ever international test win, and what a game it was, Japan were fantastic, Hong Kong were fantastic, there's going to be a jolly good piss-up tonight. Hello and welcome to episode 7. So. League 852, okay. I'm Neville Metcalf and I'm back. I know you've missed me. Um, <laughs> welcome back, Ned. Thank you. And I'd like to welcome Jack Nielsen and Ringo Learn, who have done a fine job in steering the ship in my absence.
1: Um, Good job. Captain Kirk back. Kia ora. Kiorana. That's a uh, hello, f- uh, in Cook Island, Maranatong, and the Cook Island rugby team are here this week playing Hong Kong. Uh, as they get ready for their World Cup. Uh, so good luck to the boys. I uh, hope you do well and get to the next uh, league of that repercharge, or next stage of that repercharge.
0: Is that good luck to Hong Kong or the Cook Islands? Both. Can we okay. both go through? No, one team has to go through TikTok. Are we all not
2: just getting medal? Let's all just get a medal. like oh, school, no, right? Got, got got everyone, to be all
0: everyone gets a badge. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: right.
1: No, but obviously let's go to Hong Kong. Uh, let's let's go to Hong Kong, let's see them get through hopefully to the next stage. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. pops out to the uh, Hong Kong Rugby Union there. We do like them. Um, Ringo. Hello. You've got a ridiculous smile on your face.
2: Why do, you look so, why, why do you look so happy? I'm just happy to see you and to hear your voice once more on this podcast out in the airway. people have been asking we want Nathan I'm like good lord
1: no appreciation
2: well I, I actually haven't
0: listened to the Hong Kong uh, Japan game yet with
2: uh, <laughs> and yeah I, I'm, I'm building up to it uh, Yeah. Uh, we're, I mean, we're going to get together and watch the game again as a team. I feel like at the same time we should utilise the opportunity to do an alternative commentary by Neville Metcalf. <laughs> that would be something I think the fans want to hear. Absolutely.
0: Well, look, we, we'll be back. Episode 7. We've got a packed um, schedule coming up. Um, first off, we had, well, it was titled Round 3 of Super League, but really wasn't what we wanted. Not quite. So, for those who don't know, we, we were supposed to have round three uh, last week of the Super League. We were going to have Chai Warriors versus Pacific Toa, the Broncos versus Oriana Storm. And in the end, we had Pacific Toa versus a combination of all those other teams. Ringo, what's your thoughts on how Super League is going this year?
2: It's been, it's been a little tough. Uh, I think... Actually, I think in terms of the player pool, it might have increased, but given that this year we've doubled the amount of games, so we're having two games every weekend, um, perhaps we're feeling a little overstretched right now. Um, last year, we uh, had one game every weekend, and not so players were basically playing every two weeks, and now we're asking or we um, need guys to commit every week, and I think maybe that is had a real drain on our resources and maybe given us a bit of a... I guess, a bit of a uh, reality check in terms of where we are domestically. Yeah, I think it's, it has been a big reality check. Um,
0: it's also putting the captains and the coaches under a lot of pressure because they feel like, you know, I've got to get the team and there's, I don't you know, one gazillion WhatsApp messages going <laughs> out every 10 minutes trying to chase people. Jack, what do you think we should do to improve it?
1: I guess it's a learning curve for us this season but um, maybe we and this is maybe for next season we look at just having the one game uh, and we have maybe a pool of players that can commit to playing that weekend, and then that way we are getting the 13th experience because mm. that was a big thing about this season building up to the Emerging Rugby League World Cup. We want uh, players to be uh, more experienced and get plenty of game time, and hence the reason why we're having two games a weekend. Um, but it hasn't, you know, Hong Kong in the summertime people travel, people go away, people work, people get injured, and there's been mm. a few injuries, which isn't great, but it, it is part of a contact sport. So maybe moving forward into next season, we, we reevaluate. And have a look at that again And if we, again if we move to just back to having one game But having a pool of players um, That could be an option Maybe a Nines competition Maybe we build on the success of the, uh, the Hong Kong Nines And sort of carry that momentum And then still try and work in some sort of 13s game web Battle of Origin or whatever it is
0: I think the Nines should be appealing to A large you know, section of contact players um, It's not as physical as, as 13s it's easier to organise, the games are shorter, yeah. uh, you know, there's a lot of benefits to it, and hey, wouldn't it be good to start seeing a Hong Kong team win the bloody Hong Kong Rugby League Nines? It <laughs> would, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. I think, but also I think it's important to point out that the guys who are playing are, are really enjoying it, like, mm. there's nothing, I mean, it's not the game itself, it's just more a mindset of having a weekly commitment mm. um, in the summer. To on go, a Saturday night. On a Saturday so, night, so, which, yeah is where we are but you know it's not a, a sort of any reflection of how much the boys are actually enjoying it really. Um,
0: I think that's a good point, uh, the chaps do seem to be enjoying the game more, I
1: think so,
0: um, which is good. So, ultimately we had Toa versus the best of the rest, right. Toa came out on top, uh,
2: what was the score actually? Considerable now, it's 80 points to 12. What? Uh, so few, 80 points to 12. A few
1: tries here for the best of the wrist? Uh, yeah. Who are some of the players that sort of stood at uh, Ringo for yes. the best of the wrist?
2: Well, um, they, in the first half, Tommy Wong, uh, Hong Kong international fullback, as you yeah. expect, had some uh, really, really nice half breaks and uh, made a quite a good break, but unfortunately, he got injured. And then actually, in the f- Third quarter, the combined team did really well. That's when they scored, uh, if I remember correctly, both their tries. Okay. And you had the likes of uh, Richard Lindsay again, Hong Kong international second rower in Gislane. who also uh, played um, in the centres for Hong Kong. So they, I think, given their experience and coming back off the win in Japan, they really proved why they were there in the first place, and they kind of brought that back with them into the domestic season and the tackles they were making, the breaks they were making, and they, they were really kind of the standouts. And plus, Troy Rogers, who's probably one of the more experienced players, he's a really handy player. He's a good... He's good, built like a tank, isn't he's it? He's built like a tank. He's absolutely... He's, and he's rapid as he's well. He's very, very good. Um, and actually, you know what? The combined team off the first two tackles did did really well. Like They managed to get up in the faces, they stopped the Toro the boys. Um, but it was when after those first two tackles on the third and fourth, that's when they were struggling to get back into defence. Sure. They were tackling in ones and twos, and they were not coming to meet them in, the, in defence, and that's where Torres scored most most of their tries, actually. So um, it was difficult for a lot of boys who haven't played too much league before, and considering they don't really play together on a weekly basis either, and just kind of coming together and... Trying to take on the best team in the comp, that was always going to be a big ask. But um, certainly, quite a few boys uh, put a good shift in uh, Badger, whose name is fantastic. Kevin, got, Badger. Kevin Badger. Kevin Badger. Fantastic name. He's called a trial. Was he and,
1: sober this week?
2: Uh, I think so. he looks sober. So, sober, okay. at least. Always oh, good to know
0: he actually did message me to say Nev I did score a the weekend it was a great line
2: he did drop a couple of
0: balls before but he did break
2: through with a fantastic line he
0: seemed quite excited <laughs> by, 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 uh, week, by, by his performance <laughs> um, so and he says he remembers it so I assume he was sober good son and uh, ok so that's last week covered off and uh, joined by local league Dan Mascord in what it means to him to be a league
2: All righty. Dan Mascord, founding member of Hong Kong River League. How are you? Doing very well, Ringo. Thanks well. for having me. Great to have you on the podcast. Great to hear your voice, finally. Yes. Um, so, can you just give our viewers who maybe don't know you, can you sure. just give them a bit of an intro about your background in rugby League?
3: Yeah. So, originally from from Australia, uh, grew up, I guess, as a young kid in Weewall. War. Weewa, uh, that's a good name. Yeah. So, for those that... Know Wee War or know of uh, the, the town? Uh, so for those that don't know Wee War, uh, it's a small country town. It's a cotton farm uh, sort of district with about a thousand people. But uh, I actually grew up with Jamie Lyon uh, in Wee War. Did you? Yeah, really? yeah, oh, wow, okay. yeah. So as a as a young kid, uh, just sort of playing park footy as a you know six seven year old. Um, with with Jamie Lyon and a few others as well, um, and that's really where yeah. I think the passion and interest for rugby league came from. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's a great little country town, and then I think at that point in time uh, I was trying to decide like who is the team that I support because in Wee War and they've got a team called Wee War Panthers, yeah. but they're, they're not part of the NRL, of course. Uh, and so as a young sort of influential kid, I was sort of going through the different teams. I think St. George Dragons was yeah. winning at the time. So All I'm right. like, maybe I should be a St. George Dragons fan. And then like a year later, I'm an Illawarra Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Canberra Raiders started winning. And I'm okay. like, this could be my team. Uh, and uh, obviously, there's no connection to, to, to Canberra myself, but yeah. they were a really good team at the time. This is when Mal Meninga was, uh, was around, yeah. uh, Bradley Clyde, Ricky Stewart, et cetera. Uh, so then I stuck with Canberra Raiders. Still happy with During your their choice? peak. Well, <laughs> no, like I think I think I've become a, a really sort of stressful type of guy now, <laughs> having to go through that experience of being a fan uh, for for so long. Yeah. It was fun while it lasted. Let's see how they go. That's great.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, get interesting to hear that you uh, grew up with Jamie Jamie Lyon. Lyon yeah, Jamie Lyon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw you step a few of the Tonga boys in uh, recent 90s. <laughs> Is that where you picked up the skills from?
3: Probably, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I've, I've got very few skills, but... Uh, yeah, Stepping was... <laughs> to Tom Boys
2: is one of them. Yes, so that's one of my amazing. strengths.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll be on the CV. Great. Can you just give us a bit of an idea about how you got involved with Hong Kong with Billy then? Because obviously sure. you a founding member and yeah. current director.
3: Yeah, so I think in terms of the background story, I think there's a few different things happening beforehand. Obviously, um, in Hong Kong... Uh, people will know me as a rugby league fan, so right. I'll, I'll turn up to a lot of the State of Origins and the, and the Grand Finals. Second thing is, uh, at the time, uh, and and till recently, I was distributing X-Blades. Uh, yeah. a, the, the, I guess it's more, more common in Australia, but it's uh, known for its support of rugby league and uh, a lot of rugby league players wear the boots. Okay. Um, so that was another kind of wedge or connection into rugby league in Hong Kong. I think the third part was around touch footy, mm-hmm. touch football, touch rugby, yeah. however, however you want to call it. But uh, uh, I think the guys, the, ori- the, the, the original founding members um, before they were setting up, I think it was Ray Melly, uh there was uh, Brad uh, Newman, uh, Ian uh, Molly as well uh and uh, obviously James James Hall they're all mm. getting sort of started like the idea about rugby league in mm. Hong Kong and what we can do And I think one of the early ideas is that we should not just focus on rugby league contact it's a great sport but to have have that combined with tag mm. um, so my my background in organizing touch football events and, mm. and being in the touch football community could allow a sort of a pivot point into tag Um to, to support with pitch bookings, mm. to to network the brand, um, to create teams, and you know, I, I guess I played some type of role in the development right. of Tag and uh, the startup of League in Hong Kong. So yes. that's kind of the the connection point. I think it was Ian that knew me that uh, introduced me. And yeah. uh, the, the rest
2: was history. The rest was history. Yeah, yeah. It sort of uh, imagine it's gone beyond sort of your wildest dreams when you first started up. You, well, I guess you wouldn't have imagined three years down the line we'd be having international tests and all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, it's
3: unbelievable, like, the progress. And I think when we were just sitting there at the Jockey in Happy Valley talking about the concept and later going to Ray Melly's apartment, it seemed like it was a novel concept. that <laughs> uh, Maybe one day we could play a game of rugby league. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but it was more about just building a supporter base connecting with people that like rugby league and and see where it would go right but i think just due to the focus the determination the people that were involved we've we've gotten to where we are now obviously new people like yourself Mm. and nev and jack um that that are doing
2: a lot to support so that's so interesting so it actually started off with just just fans it was kind of like a more vague let's get together and just enjoy rugby league as opposed to having a vision of we want to, you know, grow, this, develop the sport, yeah. this sport I think, th- yeah, you're exactly right. It came
3: from the fans, and I think the idea soon came after, like mm. we should organise some events, we should play sort of socially, and we should have a Nines tournament. Mm. And then, obviously, off the back of the first Nines tournament, which was, I think, a pretty big mm. success to get all the teams involved,
2: sure. uh, it, it sort of spawned. Well, so uh, one last question for you, Dan. Sure. What's your, uh, who's your favourite league player? What's your favourite league? Sorry, you must have had a few growing up runs some uh, legends. Look, <laughs> there's
3: only one legend uh, that uh, that I play with and <laughs> Jamie, if you're listening, you need to come to Hong Kong and play. He's definitely uh, listening. He's, he's definitely on listening. the listeners. Yeah, but to the original question, favourite player, without a doubt, is Ricky Stewart. Okay. Um, obviously ties into the interest into the Canberra Raiders. Yeah. Um, and it, it just his ability to uh, to organise and coordinate the team. And it was, you know, he was playing with some of the best uh, rugby league players at the time. And obviously, he was part of the Kangaroos uh, mm-hmm. team as well. And uh, I think probably what I tried to emulate is a bit of Ricky Stewart when I, when I think I'm playing rugby league yeah. uh, and, and obviously it didn't turn out that way but uh, yeah Ricky Stewart's definitely the favourite uh, rugby league player and obviously he's now the coach of uh, Canberra yeah. so it's a full
2: 360 now Great. thank you so much for uh, joining us on the podcast no worries Hope thanks. to have you again yes I'll be back thanks Rico cheers see you
0: we've got the Battle of Origin preview which is this Saturday we've got Uh, the women's tag battle of origin we've got the men's origin then we've got the nines ladies and we've got the nines men's so big weekend coming up Um, and we've got some great interviews um, with people as well we've got uh, flora anna burns simon actor shall we listen
1: to uh, the interviews with uh, anna and flora first let's do it
5: uh, so I started playing TAG about a year ago when I first came to Hong Kong and I was introduced to it uh, by Ian Kerr who I'm, I'm sure many people know. Um, so to to go from just picking up the game uh, a year ago to being asked to captain the women's island team is is a huge honour for me and I'm really excited. Um, there's, a, there's a few nerves in there as well because uh, you know defending champions it's something to live up to and I'm sure it's going to be a really good game. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just really delighted and uh, proud to have been asked. Oh, so two players to watch out for. That's that's quite a tough question. Um, there's actually quite a lot of new players um, on on the Island's team and a lot of players that, that I don't know in a you know I don't know their game uh, in a huge amount of detail but looking at the social sessions there's certainly quite a lot of talent in there um so going to sort of two players whose games that maybe I do know a bit better um it will come as as no surprise to anyone I'm sure laura fernandez um, such an experienced player and a great person to have on the field. I mean, she just she knows the rules probably better than anyone else on the team, which is always a, a great start. And uh, she's just such a good person to have on the team in terms of drawing people together and, and having someone who's so involved in HK tag. She's a really, I think, quite quite an inspirational sportswoman in Hong Kong. So she's definitely one player to watch um for the other one i'll go for my Camshan monkeys teammate uh shirley lung playing with shirley on the monkeys she just gets herself into really great positions um, and she seems to come out of nowhere and you particularly find her with some amazing supporting runs on the wing Um, so she is definitely one to to watch out for and and i think there'll be great things from her on saturday night
6: hello this is flora I'm happy to see so many experienced and enthusiastic players in KALUN and NT team. Although we come from different backgrounds, some have played tackle for many years, some have touch experience, etc. Et Every girls in my team are ready to have fun in this game, and we have girls very new to tech are working hard to memorize the rules. I heard a lot of comments from my team saying that they do love this sport. Therefore, I feel confident to motivate them as a whole team. The highlights of this game will be defending and the spotlight goes to our girl Wendy who played tackle rugby for 6 years with good sense of ball momentum. Her good defending skills and quick response enable her to really stop the attacking team from gaining distance. Another skilled girl from Kowloon will be our lovely Joey. She played it in Tag Challenge and she is a good runner. She is one of our proactive members and contribute a lot in terms of communication and game logistics. So are you waiting to see their performance? I have joined session delivered by our coach James and Ringo. The session really prepared me for the skills I really need to play in attack games. I want to give a pat on their back to bring us many joy and useful techniques when attacking. For me, I'm a person who like to coach others and share what I have learned so that you will see the whole team are growing at the same time. During the time of coaching, it is a time to test your ability in terms of knowledge as well as your ability to deliver a clear message so that everyone in the team will be at the same page. Coaching is not easy. Therefore, James and Ringo really did a great job, and I really much appreciate what they have done to motivate us and to teach us as a role model
1: great good interview there with, uh, with, with Anna and Flora you have a bit to do with those ladies uh, Ringo what do you think of women's tag at the moment
2: it's going really well I mean tag is a really fantastic platform um, for women's sports uh, and it's a great platform um, for yeah for, for females whether they're uh, experienced players whether they're completely new to sport we have a lot of people who are it genuinely, never played any sort of sport before, and come down to play. So uh, Flora, who is a, a local Hong Konger as well, uh, had no uh, experience of tag before, um, and she's come down. She's really enjoying it, and it's been fantastic. She captained the Kanchan Shan monkeys. Mm-hmm. She played a bit of tag in Ireland before, so it's really, I mean, it's just fantastic to see them involved then. The skill level is pretty good actually, I have to say the skill level is, is, uh, is, is really good and it's very impressive and looking forward to seeing the women's game at the weekend.
0: Well, I do like Anna Burns as well because, well, she's a lawyer so not many people will like her but um, <laughs> I, I love her because she always pays on time. <laughs> uh, whenever I send Anna an invoice, it's paid instantly. So we need more rich people playing tag and rugby league. Um, in fact, if anyone's listening to this, we do need some cash. So uh, if you, yes. <laughs> any willing donations to help us get to the Tag World Cup yes. and to help us get to the Rugby League Emerging Nations World Championships, then um, you know, money is greatly received. You know, we can give you a, um, um, a Hong Kong Rugby League and HK tag key ring, a bottle opener. It's
2: a very nice bottle opener. It is a nice bottle opener. It's blue. What nice. so that
7: need to be open in Hong Kong? No? H- How do I feel about captaining the island team? Very honoured. It'll be a proud moment to lead a great set of lads into the battle of origin this Saturday. But more importantly, just being part of this playing group and being alongside them on the pitch, representing the island and showcasing HK tag is the key thing. Hmm. Players to watch out for on the island team. Uh, we've got a great, well-balanced team. Actually, of, um, <clears throat> strike players, some playmakers, alongside some evases and also some very direct runners. Which bodes pretty well if it all comes together on the night. Uh, I'd say look out for the pace of the Irishman James Corby and the elusive hips of local boy Munir. Yeah, those two, probably. Uh, in terms of thank yous, um few people for getting us uh, ready for this great occasion. First of all, the team, um, the Island guys, really get into the spirit of the competition, what it means to represent the island, which has been great. Uh, second of all, the organisers uh, from HKRL, and in particular the HK tag side, so the likes of Laura, Winnie, and uh, also Jason. Um, also the sponsors, um, so Hong Kong Rugby League, we've got Rula Bula, the home of Hong Kong Rugby League, where uh, we've been catching the state of origin recently. Uh, Redsit, the HKRL uh, official shirt sponsor. And also Wan Chai Stadium, uh, the bar which is the women's rugby league sponsor. And finally, uh, my, thank my wife for putting up with uh, with me and uh, all the team talk and tactics, uh, including over our anniversary weekend recently. So, uh, yeah, final thank you there.
0: It is. So, that, so look, great to know, hear what they're doing. And Simon Acton's an interesting guy, isn't he? Yes. Uh, and, you know, he's over from Yorkshire. Actually there's quite a few of us from Yorkshire on this show quite, this week. Quite a few Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. God's own county. Um, Yorkshire Terriers. Yeah, Simon's a big, big cast fan. Yeah, uh, Simon Acton's actually very quick. Um, you wouldn't know it from watching him play, but he's an accountant. <laughs> um, so you know you normally think would be quite dull and boring. Um, he doesn't conform to that stereotype. Um but he's a little angry shit when he's on the pitch. <laughs> he he gets he gets very wound. He gets wound up so easily, doesn't he, Ringo? Good that he, he's kept on there. He does. <laughs> he he's,
2: he's quite mild actually. I've refed him a few times, and he, oh, he does yes. like referee he does like to mouth off at you a little
0: bit. No. We are going to have a tag comp in DB, and, and um, um, so
2: 14th of July. Uh, if you're around, I'll be reffing to come down.
0: Uh, me too. I'm that. back. Oh, back, 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 referee. Really? Yeah. Is out, that right? out of retirement. Yeah. oh, Retire, can't,
2: can't stay away from
0: it. Oh, I'd like to. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And it, that's a big moment for Tag, actually, to move out of our homeland, of the heartlands of Happy Valley, yeah. um, to move into, um, you know.
2: Pastures and it Yeah, yeah it, 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 it's,
0: it's going to be good. Because if we can get into DB, there's no reason why then we can't get into Dong Chong. And, you know, know, grow the game um, because we do need more numbers playing. We want more numbers playing. And, you know, playing in Happy Valley and Kings Park uh, primarily, um, you know, it's been great. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we need more growth Mm as
2: well for the Tag World Cup.
0: It certainly does. Which the trials have started. Yeah, there's been two two trials.
2: trials We've had a couple of sessions for the Hong Kong uh, team. Uh, so James Elliott is head coach. He is an ex-OZTAG representative player.
0: Oh really? He's never mentioned that before.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he, he's very well known in Hong Kong. He, he coached the uh, Valley ladies to a unbeaten season a couple of seasons ago. So a great coach with fantastic pedigree. Um, so yeah, we're very lucky to have him on board. He yeah, he's a great
0: guy, is James Elliott. Not only is he helping out with TAG, but last year he helped out referee yeah. Most of the rugby league games, yeah. he helped referee in the nines. Yeah, um, he's incredibly fit. He's the fittest guy I know. Right, like, country mile. He's incredible. Yeah, um, so we're really happy he's involved with us, and you know, long may that continue.
1: Um, Moving on. So obviously we've heard from the tigers. Now we get a chance to hear uh, from some of the league uh, people that are playing nines on Saturday. We actually. Caught up with two of the ladies who saw the first uh, woman's game, and basically were inspired to come in and get involved. Uh, one who's played the game, and, and one that's very new. Um, so here we catch up with Dina and Lily.
6: I started rugby five years ago when my best friend saw me really bored, and she decided to drag me down down to rugby. Since then, I've been playing for Valley. I've been playing between the NL1 team and the Premiership team. I also represent uh, my University team. Uh, I decided to try League because, again, um, my best friend told me to join, so here I am going to play my first match this Saturday. And I am nervous about playing because I think I'm really used to playing Union Rugby, so I'm just afraid that I'm going to be forgetting about the rules and I really have to familiarize myself with the rules for this week but apart from that I'm really excited for the game too.
4: I know it sounds cliched but I decided to try out mainly after watching my boyfriend play. I was always bored of watching endless streams of football on in our household with the family with players ducking and diving and rugby always seemed to have this mystery about it Um, and there was always a bit of integrity with the game which I very much respected. It was also one of the only activities that they, that they never actually taught us as girls at school, despite being exposed to lots of other sports. I'm a little nervous about playing for the first time, but of the teammates that I have met so far, everyone seems to be very welcoming and supportive of beginners. It's a nice place to start something new from scratch and to make new friends. In terms of other sports, uh, I'm a very enthusiastic volleyball player. I play squash, hockey, and I also like to swim.
0: Jack, great to hear from New Beers in Converts, yeah, definitely, and you've you've been instrumental in helping us grow the game uh, amongst the ladies. Mm. Um, what are the next steps in terms of you know making the game a bit more regular for them? Mm. Um, where do you see us being able to go with women's rugby league?
1: I think definitely starting with nines has has been the best thing because it's it's. Uh, abbreviated form of the game Um, and then it it attracts um, the sort of players that we have obviously most of them will have a rugby background like Dina I mean she plays for uh, the Valley Women's both the national team as she said and also the the premier team and again we're starting to get a few more uh, female rugby players that are playing at quite a high level come through and then of course you're getting they complete newbies. Um, and we're also seeing that in rugby league, right with the men, where guys are coming into the domestic league, they're from a rugby background, and they're very new to league, and they're coming in and loving it, because they don't yeah. have to worry about scrummaging, they don't have to worry about rucks and mores. Yeah. they just carry the ball and tackle, and that's where a lot more players are more suited. I think we, uh, we talked about it a bit with Jason last week about, um, or Jason, sorry, talked about last week, how in Australia they've got women's state of origin, and they're even developing a women's four-team competition after the season. Now, if that's something that we could maybe look to incorporate into next domestic season, maybe we have a men's and a women's um, tournament tournaments that run side by side. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Be nines, you know, yeah. and then that way, we maybe alleviate some of the problems we had this season, also oh, what we're having at the moment, I guess, in that. We still we could still get two games of rugby league, men's and women's league side mm-hmm. by side. I don't know where else in the world they do that. Yeah, you know, no, we can we can be the first well, set, know, trail setters. Trail setters, definitely. Well, I
0: was in Bradford last week mm. and I had a chat with Andrew Chambers who is the owner of Bradford Bulls, Kiwi Boy oh, yeah. and um, I'm trying to persuade cool. them to send um, Bradford Bulls women's team over. Bradford Bulls won the uh, inaugural Super League back oh, wow. last year. Uh, they've had a tough start to the season this year but um, you know if we can get some of the ladies over um, mm. you know from some of these clubs that would be fantastic to play I'm not sure I would want to play against him but yeah, I'm not so uh, we'll leave that to uh, better people than me but you know it, it shows the reach look it's not guaranteed that we are going to come over by any stretch but they certainly were entertaining of the com- of, of the conversation mm-hmm. uh, because as I've repeatedly said we are starting at a higher level than almost any other country I think because of the rugby union background people have got mm-hmm. so we've got the skills um, we've got the mental toughness uh, and I think, we you know, we can progress it. Cool. Women's is the future.
2: Well, the Women's world. is past, present and future.
1: All the tenses covered. You obviously went to school. Uh, very <laughs> nice. We also got a chance to catch up with the, the captain Captains of the men's team. So here's what uh Jason Yip and Richard Lindsay had to say about their teams for Saturday.
8: Yeah, it's it's definitely a massive honor to be named this year's captain of the Kowloon New Territory side at the Battle of Origin. On a on a personal level, it's it's a very passionate event for me. Uh, it's gonna be a massive achievement having been born and raised in new territories. It's it's gonna be a very proud moment to lead out the boys and represent our heritage um the the battle of origin is a is a massive event in itself anyway bringing the best players from from the domestic league into two teams so i'm expecting the level to be raised um obviously there's going to be a few tough decisions uh but they're going to be good decisions right um overall i think we should be looking forward to a very exciting game uh with that being said, I am super excited to be on this side of the sea, um to be part of the Kowloon and New Territories side. Um and having to pick out a couple of players is is difficult because just because of the talent that we've got throughout the squad. Um but firstly an obvious shout out is is gonna be the recent Hong Kong International Hat trick hero, the chief Hogan Tumulatai, scoring three tries against Japan last month. But we can't forget the rest of the Turboys that are going to be joining us. Uh, you've got the likes of a stepping powerhouse Faisal in the pack. Uh, you've also got Frankie in the centres. Uh, as well as that, we've got the pace in Troy, who has been in exceptional form this year so far, uh, starring the the for Oriana Storm. Um, I'm very excited um, with this power and pace throughout the depths of the squad, um, to be standing next to these guys on the field come Saturday. So, with the event actually being held in Kings Park as well, this is going to make us the home team. So, I think it's time to get the boys fired up. Uh, when they come over, we're going to send them back across the sea licking their wounds. I'm
9: very excited to captain the island team on the weekend. Uh, static. Uh, however, I just like to say a little shout out to Tommy. unfortunately had to step down due to injury. I know we're all wishing him a speedy recovery. I know I've got a tremendous job ahead of me. Um, Very big boots to fill taking over captaincy. Tommy's a great player and commands a lot of respect on the field. So hopefully I'll be able to do the same and bring his leadership qualities for the fellows on the weekend. Uh, But yeah, overall very proud to be nominated to take charge of the squad. Any time get the opportunity to lead the fellows on the field is a great responsibility and obviously a privilege, particularly considering the caliber and quality the Island team is going to field. So for them to give me the nod is a big deal for me and I'm very grateful. Uh, to answer your question about notable players, I'd have to say all of us. Uh, we have a really strong squad coming into this game. But, um, but if I had to pick two, I'd have to say Mark Norris from Oriana Storm. He's been playing at Hooker and he's got a great technical ability and an eye for creating space and he just exploits the opposition. Uh, not only is he a top lad, but uh, he's been training really hard for white collar boxing recently. So whatever they're doing over there is for conditioning is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, his fitness is superb and he's got an absolute engine on him. Uh, he's also got great pace and feet and really, really strong kicking game. Um, and I think he might be Oriana's top point scorer this season. Um, and he consistently puts points on the board week in and week out. Uh, so I think he'll be the spine for the island backline, um, delivering some crisp passes and just be one of the main playmakers. Uh, the second player I'd have to say would be Ghislaine, Hong Kong International Centre, playing for Wan Chai Warriors. He's an absolute weapon in defence. Massive, massive raps. He launches and chops people in half. I've seen it during the international game and during the season I don't think I've seen him get beat yet. I've had a shoulder thrown in by in by him and um, I can tell you it wasn't pleasant. I mean, the guy just puts his body in line, he goes from it, he's got a tremendous amount of heart. He's also a great ball carrier, so watch out for him making a lot of post-contact meters and breaks. And I know he loves a little bit of a cheeky offload as well. Um so I wouldn't be surprised if he bags a couple of tries on the weekend.
1: Well then, uh, the axe fresh out of Thailand. Uh, he sounds pretty confident and excited about playing. Um, what do we think about how's the um what do you think about the Kowloon Northern Territories team? Yungo?
2: The, yeah, the Kowloon Northern Territories is looking pretty strong actually. Obviously a a strong core of the uh Toro Boys and a lot of uh, Cantonese guys as well. Mm. Um so I'm um, are they confident about how
0: well we can do this weekend. Yeah, we've. Sorry, I say we. um I'm helping organise the Hong Kong Island team, and I've got to admit we are not looking as strong yet. Um, you know, still a couple of days. Exactly. Yeah. This is Hong Kong. <laughs> um, things will come through at the last minute, but you know we've got a number of Hong Kong internationals in there. We've got Richard Lindsay, who, who we just heard. He's very enthusiastic. I mean, Richard's probably become. One of the most enthusiastic league evangelists. in Hong Kong.
2: he's sure. also great to hear him string some sentences together in that interview. In English, that's in English, yeah. yeah. Normally, it's just like. Uh, yeah.
0: Also from Yorkshire, <laughs> right? I'm not
2: sure, but he's Sheff- Hong Kong. Sheffield. He, he's actually Hong Kong born and bred, Richard. He's born uh, in Hong Kong. He studied.
0: Kong. Yeah, I think he's family Sheffield, right? Maybe. I think so. And then you've. I mean, in addition to him, you've got a uh, Gislin Balletti, yeah. I cannot pronounce his
1: name.
0: it's French, don't worry about it. He's French, yeah, f- f- sod it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so we, we need to get a few more players um, lined up. But, you know, people like John Howarth can go well. The scrapper. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you won't get on the wrong side of him. He's fighting for you soon, right, Mate, Jeff? He
1: is actually pretty handy in the cage. He's part of the just-for-good uh, program, which is basically a program that allows people to raise money for a charity of their choice um, by training as an MMA fighter. He does have a background, and uh, i tell you what, um, yeah, he's, he's very handy with those hands and his feet, so don't get on the wrong side of him. <laughs> Whether he's refing you or playing you, he'll probably knock you out. So um, good luck to him. He's raising, he's raising some really good money um, for the Keeley Support Group, which is a great mm-hmm. charity, and, and it's great to see um, guys like that willing to get involved with, with those – these sorts of
0: programs yeah actually thank you uh, to John for refereeing last week's game mm-hmm. um, he came to the original referees training we held just before the night We've we'll stepped we'll step 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 and, step and son
1: if you're, if you're best, Barry, I people googled who those people are of course they did <laughs>
0: uh, there hundreds and thousands of listeners we've got the <coughs> yeah. Barry Ruttle is, is following us on Facebook now and he's, he? he's commenting all the time yeah giving right. his little tips exactly oh, that's awesome yeah he, he's been watching me games is he and
2: step or, is he steptoe or is he son he's, he's up. steptoe he's steptoe <laughs> <up>, definitely <laughs> son's obviously <laughs> like,
9: so. yeah uh,
0: steptoe was good anyway right. I think I'm still the only one who knows what it is um, so yeah we're looking forward to the origin great to have Jason and, and Richard uh, on the podcast this week now then um, what are we going to wrap up with Jack do you have anything special for us
1: Oh, I think we've got a few fan questions that have come up. Um, a few people asked last week. We talked about uh, sort of pre-game rituals and um, meals, which we got some interesting answers with uh, with Ringo, and myself, and Corbin, the American. Um, we got a question this week about what are some supplements that people should be taking uh, either before, after, or during a game. Now, I actually asked Tommy Wong what's the best supplement that he likes to take, and uh, he likes a few cigarettes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not surprised?
1: And he sort of, I remember we were on tour in Japan, you know, herself and Ghislaine and a few other boys get into the old smoking areas, and I tell you what, I mean, you know, some people say smoking stunts your growth and then will stop you from performing, but those two, I don't know. It doesn't stop work. you from smoking, does it? <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: it actually, happen to know that his favourite recovery supplement is sake. Sake, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a real winner mm. in the changing rooms after Japan. So there you go, cigarettes before and sake afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah follow- we be condoning, <laughs> smoking and drinking. Well, uh, look, I mean, disclaimer, is disc- this is disc- not the uh, okay. disclaimer. This, this is not the official view of Hong Kong Rugby League. Oh right, okay. No, the
0: official view of Hong Kong Rugby League. Be responsible. We are three individuals. Yeah, you've got to be responsible <laughs> yourself, right? We're not some personal n- responsibility. Yeah, we're not a <laughs> nanny state. Um, However, Tommy does need looking after, and you know every now and again needs a chokehold um, to to. To calm, to calm him down, yeah. I think it's both cigarettes. I wonder what he was smoking. Got, that's we reason. are not implying he was smoking anything dodgy in Japan. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I think the other big thing this weekend, and I guess it kind of affects us, is it's it's, it's quite an important stage of the World Cup. Oh, for some footballs the, coming, not that we care. Home, yeah, three lines. What well, I mean, you know, home. Yeah, well, here we go. It's Balls is it coming home, home though? Home. Is it really coming home?
0: Like, do you guys really think that... I uh...
1: balls, right? This is, <laughs> this
0: is where everyone's getting too excited, right? In the media, you read about it, and they're like, Oh, the English are getting very excited. We're just having a laugh. No, I don't think anyone really believes we're going to win the World Cup.
2: I, I don't know, man. I think they do. Really? I think at first they were like, oh, yeah, it's coming home. But now we're actually winning the knockout game. I, I genuinely think they're like, oh, shit, we're, it is coming home. I don't,
0: yeah, I mean this is a league podcast, but I have to say, as an Englishman, how great was that penalty shootout? I mean, I was absolutely exhausted. It was amazing. It
2: was uh, absolutely fantastic. I don't. I mean, I've never seen England win a penalty shootout.
0: I have seen them win one penalty shootout. So I think that's all we've ever won before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Against Spain, yeah. you should know this with your Barcelona uh, pedigree.
2: I don't that's, know that one. Um, I do. my first ever real football memory was Michael Owen in, in, uh, in 1998 against Argentina scoring a effort. wonder goal it's been uh, it's been quite a tough world country. I'm getting quite in depth
0: <laughs> <insane. laughs> into football this is right. still this is, this, is, this, is, uh,
3: this is still a rugby league podcaster <laughs> was just there, was stop, what
0: were you guys talking about exciting time like it, sorry it is in, England do have a chance um, right go on England so before we wrap up today, gentlemen, let's just reiterate uh, the schedule for Saturday. The tag competition starts at 7.30 and Rugby League 9 starts at 9pm uh, with the ladies kicking it off. Uh, so that just leads me to thank you to lovely, handsome, happy chappies for coming along. Ringo, thank you. Thank you very much.
1: And Jack, thank you. Welcome back, mate.
0: See you next week, boys. Bye.